Hey, good morning, everybody. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is Pre-K-12 Education Talk Radio. It's the 6th of uh, December on 2022. Today's the day of Atlanta at a runoff Senate election, just to put it into a little bit of uh, historical perspective, so to speak, between Senator Warnock and Herschel Walker. We'll see how that turns out, but it gives you an idea when we're doing the show, because a lot of people listen on the archives. All right, we understand that that's the nature of podcasting. It's for your convenience. All right, we archive every show over at ace-ed.org, A-C-E-E-D.org. That's our home website for American Consortium for Equity in Education, and we do a lot over there. So check it out. We have uh, stuff on teacher retention, which we think is extremely important. SEL, seltoday.org, which is extremely important. All of the podcasts, plus, of course, our magazine, which is called Equity and Access Pre-K-12, and that is our online journal, which is all about Equity and Access Pre-K-12, and we hope you click through on the cover and read that, okay? Today, we got a terrific show set up for you. I hope both my guests are here. I'm going to bring my 407 number on. I hope both of them are there. I've got my friends from Text Help, okay? Lewis, are you there? I am. Hey, Larry, how are you? I'm fine, my friend. Welcome back. That's Louis Shanafelt, okay, who is the Equatio, which I love this product, the Equatio product manager for TextHelp. Is Tina Shea with you? Uh, she's not because we, of course, work remote. So I'm okay. not sure if she's joining, but I'm happy to happy to join you, Larry, this morning, and hopefully she'll, she'll pop on here. I hope she I hope she does, and I didn't know if you guys were sitting together or not. Okay, just to no. make that clear, <laughs> Tina Shea Blanchett may join us. She's a far, former high school math teacher, a guy with a lot of experience in education, and she's the product specialist for Equatio. Okay, and she's a PhD student, so we can call her Dr. Blanchett. Okay, in math education, bless her heart, at Auburn. We won't mention how much that aggravates the people at Alabama. We'll just let that slide. Is that okay? <laughs> Right. That's right. <laughs> Auburn's a great school. Please, please. Okay. Yeah. And one of and one of four schools, Lewis, named after a color. Auburn is yeah, a color. Yeah. Do you know the yeah, others? Yeah, we. Uh, Do you know the others? Uh, I know Brown University, right? Of course. There you go. One more. Got two uh, more actually. Oh. Oh boy. One's tricky. One's um, a little tricky. I'll give you a hint. Maryland. Uh. Oh man. You got me, Larry. I don't know. Navy. Navy. Oh, yeah, Navy. It's yeah. a trick one. That's and, you know, I, I, I live down in Orlando, and I, UCF just lost the Navy, and I was at the game, Larry. I should have known And there's one more small college in New York. Pretty good college, too. Um, Named after a color. Know. Or it is a color. New York <laughs> State. Huh. I don't know. You got me. Tuffy. Sienna. Sienna. Oh, wow. Yeah. I would never have gotten good that. Good trivia but, wow. question. Okay. Yeah, good Brown, trivia. Auburn, Sienna, and Navy. Navy, I don't know, because it's actually the Naval Academy, but we'll let sure, that go. Sure, sure. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, yeah. welcome <laughs> back, my friend. It's great to have you here. And I, I, I have to talk about, for this is, you labeled this show, a quote, and I love this, but I'm not a math student, building confidence for students in STEM. Okay. Now this is a yeah. text. I'm like for friends at TextHelp. You got to put me to put this together. Okay. TextHelp.com. Everybody want to go over there. They do great stuff to help people with 
I'll, I'll say special needs to a certain extent, okay? Uh, sure. Dyslexia, all that sort of stuff. So you have great products, TextHelp.com. Is that a good way to, to say that, Lewis? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, yeah, you said it really well. A lot of times in the education field, they'll say, hey, we help all students, but we specifically help and focus on students with accommodations that need those extra support. Thank you. Even better way to put it, okay? But yes. this product, Equatio, where you are the product manager, I love this product, okay? I have to say this. If, if we're talking specifically on mathematics, I have to say this. I, would, I could qualify, I mean this, as a special education student because my mind does not work mathematically. Okay, now it doesn't sure. mean it can't, but it just didn't. Mm-hmm. Okay, and to this day, I still, sure. yeah, I'm, just, I'm just not good at math, which is a horrible thing to say because I could work at it right. all day long and be better. But you know what? I'm just saying that kind of everybody says, sure. okay? Text Help is a company that, that helps kids, I'll say it again, to accommodate perhaps special needs. And I want to say this is exactly the product we need to make people understand, okay, that mathematics can be done and should be done and understand by everybody. And if you have a problem with it, there's a way out of it. And that's a quatio, okay? And I hope I'm saying that right. Because I just think this is really, really an important thing. Everybody, I shouldn't say everybody, but a hell of a lot of people struggle in math. Okay. Leo, sure. Lewis, I'm stealing your thunder here. Talk about just No, you, like, no yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Larry, you're saying yeah. you're saying it perfect and you know you're actually saying equatio correctly, which can be challenging, but I always say, Larry, it's equation without the N, so equatio. Thank you. And you hit it spot on, Larry, without me even interjecting, is text health is all about we help everyone to be understood. Uh, and to understand, and I said that flip-flop, but we help everyone to understand and be understood. And TextHelp's always been known for being a literacy kind of company, but about five years ago, we got into the math and STEM, and we're trying to do what we've done for literacy in the math and STEM field, and Equatio helps us get there. And just talk, I know this this is the other side of the business, but you're involved. Talk about what you guys do for literacy. I want people to understand how important that statement is you just made. What we do, what we have done for kids with literacy, we're, we're doing now for kids in mathematics. Just talk about what you guys do in literacy for a second. Just a quick overview. Yeah, so, so basically what we do is we know a lot of students are working with technology and they're working with devices. And people like you and I, Larry, we all have devices right in our pockets. And because students need those extra supports and extra help, uh, if they happen to be dyslexic or they might need a word pronounced correctly, we provide the toolbar, just like we do with Equatio as a toolbar, except we provide those literacy supports to help those that are in ELA class, or it could be any class, really. I mean, you're reading in every subject area, right? So our Read and Write tool has been around for 25 years. Text help has been around for a long time, and we help provide those solutions for education. But we definitely recognize that there's a gap with math and STEM, and we want to be able to help and support in that area as well. And, 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 and you, are do, you are doing that, i got to tell you. And, you know, I have to speak from my experience in math, and I've done this many, many times, but I, I had a math teacher in high school, and probably junior high school, too, that shows how old I am, not middle school, junior high school. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> what can I tell you? All right. There was no such thing as a middle yeah. school when I was there. All right. But uh, All right. it's a long time ago. But 
the math teachers had an expectation that everyone could do this, that everyone mm-hmm. could understand math the way they were teaching it. Uh, they could understand math, okay, the way they understood math, okay? Right. And not everybody thinks like that. Now, we've come a long way, right. maybe, as the old song goes, okay? Sure. And, <laughs> and then things have changed, okay? And teachers have changed their expectations. But the kids... I don't want to say they're still the same, but they are still the same. And there's a fear of mathematics, and for, you know, it's it's basically logic, okay, and how it works and all Absolutely. that. Unfortunately, out of context, if I may, but that's another whole show, okay. And sure. there's tools, and and math teachers have to understand this, okay. As do, if I may, elementary school teachers have to understand yeah. this as they start to teach math. And science teachers, because mathematics, obviously, is the basis of science, okay, because and science, right. again, is based on logic. We can go right through the whole layers of the onion there. But my point is, wait, yeah. when you guys market the product, where are you marketing it? Are you marketing it to math teachers? Are you marketing it to, to uh, science teachers? Are you marketing it to elementary school teachers? Just, I'm, I'm curious, now that I've said all that. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, it's a great, great question, actually. So a lot of our, a lot of the background of our, let's say, our sales team, Larry, has, has had that avenue into school districts to really hit the avenue of the, of the students that are using, you know, digital tools uh, from an accessibility standpoint. So literally, they're going into these, uh, these departments where, where we provide these accommodations for students. But Equatio is a little bit different, I'd say, just because Equatio was founded on making math digital and then making it accessible. So to and go actually, to the stop you right there. I got to say, I'm yeah, to lose. Yeah. I just got to say this at, at the very front page of the just Google Equatio, like equation yeah. without the end. Okay, Google Equatio right. will pop right up, everybody. Okay, it's a text help. Yeah. whatever. Okay, but the first thing it says, okay, on your website is make math digital okay that's, right. that's the first thing to huge letters and i'm what now i want you to get into that for a second what is math digital the digits math talk to me what are we talking well, why are you saying make math digital yeah. that that's struck yeah well you kind of, yeah yeah you kind of you kind of hit on this in, in the previous question larry which was we all learned math the same way so when larry and myself and your listeners when we all went to school the teacher would say, hey, everyone get out a sheet of paper and pencil, and we all learn math the same way. Because really, when you think about it, if you open an algebra textbook today, it's really not that much different than it was 20 years ago. We're learning the same content, but the means at which we can kind of digest this information has changed, and a lot of that's due to the technology that we all have. Equatio is going to provide kind of that avenue where we're going to be able to help kids um, to, to be able to make math in the manner in which they want to interpret the math. And, and we want to help them understand it, because like you said, Larry, everyone learns differently, right? So the yeah. research says that. So we can't all teach it the same way. Not every kid in the, student, uh, in the classroom is going to understand it if you just teach it kind of one way. So Equatio kind of helps in that, uh, in that regard. Yeah, and by the way, I have to correct you for a second. I did, I never learned math. You said I learned math. I never <laughs> learned math. <Okay. laughs> I want to correct that. Okay, and I, I I always say this too. You know, the teacher called himself a teacher, but he was teaching. Nobody was learning, and I wasn't the only one. Uh, okay, okay. Well, you, you, know, a, you know this story. I'm going back and I'm going to read yeah. it right away. 
Okay. Yeah. But he was just yeah, elaborating no, no, on and on, and on. Yeah. You know, right. thinking everybody should, why, why can't you understand it like I do? Okay. And just move right. on to chapter right. two after nobody understood chapter one. Okay. And it, it was, it was just, it was just absolutely ridiculous. And, you know, as you talk to teachers, but again, get back to the, when you say, I want to get back to this again, though. I lost track for a second. Um, the equation yeah. make math digital. Okay. When you say that, okay. Mm-hmm. How, how do you, what does Equatio do? What, maybe that's the way to ask the question. What does it do? Yeah. yeah, so here's what it does. So everyone kind of is working in different places, Larry. They're either working in a Google Doc or they're working in Office 365 or they're working in what's called a learning management system such as Schoology or Canvas or D2L. And what Equatio right. does is it allows students to make the math digital so basically, I like to say this, Larry, I like to say Equatio works where you work. So if your <laughs> department or your school, if your school is working in this particular collaboration space, then we can help you make math digital in that space. And of course, you know this, Larry, but your listeners might not, but we're all about making it accessible too. So I just got back right. from two weeks in Colorado working with primarily uh uh, primarily individuals who have either low vision or blindness. So not only are we going to make it digital, nice. but we make it accessible for those users who can't see the math, right, but they still want to participate. Wow. They still want to go to general ed classrooms. So we can help those uh, individuals by making the math digital and accessible. So they're using what's called a screen reading software, Larry. So if imagine staring at your monitor and not being able to see it. Well, that's, what, that's, the, that's the kind of hurdle and challenges those folks are facing. So they don't look at it like that. They just need the math to be accessible. So their screen reading software made by TechSelp, uh, when we make that math digital, their screen reading software can read that math out loud. So really we're providing that equitable, um, you know, facility, if you will, for making math. And then everyone gets to participate. So we, we try and make it available wow. to all, Wow, which is important, you know. <laughs> important, I'd just say the least it's important. The, uh, you know, that, that, that what you just said strikes me as absolutely amazing. I mean, I, I have trouble with math, but to be, have low vision or blind or, or whatever, I mean, and be able to do and understand a math concept, okay, without seeing, imagine that. seeing it. Right. I, you can't yeah. imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine it. Okay, it's and hard, yet, and you know why? And because we're sighted individuals, so we don't think about the, you know, those types of things. But all you got to do, I mean, your listeners can try this. Imagine just turning off your monitor and having to do math, and math is on the monitor, but you can't see it. Equatio allows that to happen, which is just phenomenal. And and how about for just the normal average kid? Okay. Yes. The, the, the yep. me me. Okay, I'm yeah. not that good in math. I'm sighted. I can hear fine, et cetera, et cetera. Sure. Okay. Okay. How does yeah. Equatio work for them? Yeah, that's no, a great question. So like we, like we had talked about earlier, you know, the accommodation piece, but I, I don't want people to come away thinking that this product only helps those that need, uh, you that, know, that's special why, assistance. Yeah, that's why I it's for, yeah, it's for yeah. everybody, and I appreciate the question. So we can help users from kindergarten to 12th grade. What I think might be somewhat of a misconception too, Larry, is that 
Equatio, I think, when it first launched, kind of got misconcepted as a secondary math tool. But really, it is a math authoring tool. So think about that for yeah, a second. It's yeah. an authoring it's like tool. Calcul- it's like so a it calculator, allows- if I may. It's like that kind of a thing. Yeah, and, and it's not, you, it's you not a calculator, but you know what I mean. Yeah. I, I know, but you, you're gonna you're gonna probably say fun yourself, Larry, and you don't have to. But you remember in math class when you had to show your work, right? You have to show your understanding. Equatio allows those students and those teachers to be able to write down an author. Or I say write down. I should say type down. It type down a problem. Students can then interact with that problem, show their work, show their understanding and then submit that digital work back to the teacher. So when you say, what does it do? It works where you work, and it allows you to show your work and show your understanding of math content, which is critical in a digital environment. That would have helped me quite a bit. Lewis, how did teachers react to this, math teachers? I should just say teachers. Let's go elementary through this specific math teacher in secondary. Sure. This is a, so part of my background too, Larry, is I was a teacher. I taught for 20 years and I worked at a really large school district down in central Florida. And I would say that, the, you know, it, and we're, we're being honest, I think initially teachers can be very reluctant to this. Um, but there are those folks who are just the, what I like to call, Larry, kind of your high flyers, your tech savvy people yeah. that aren't afraid to try something new. Um, and what we want to do is obviously to reach those teachers and say, hey, look what this product can do. Look how your students are enjoying coming to class exactly. because they're able to use, let's say, the digital manipulatives that Equatio can provide them. And it allows, you know, really uh, that collaboration piece, which is really important. You don't want to sit in a silo in your math box and say, I don't understand this. And then these students are going home. They're hitting up their parents after a long work day and saying, hey, do you remember how to show me how to solve a system of equations? Most parents are going to be lost, and they're not going to understand how to help their kids. And you know what? The research also says, even with this uh, pandemic here, Larry, that we're all coming out of, it's like the most learning loss, and the research says this, this is in most newspapers today, most of the research is saying that almost all math and science scores have plummeted over the last few years. And, it, and why has that why has that been so dramatic in math and science versus reading? Well, the answer is simple, Larry. You can go home and read on your own. Are you comprehending? Well, I don't know. There's a little bit of play room in there where the students still have to comprehend what they're reading, right? But a lot of kids need help. They need that guidance. They need that step-by-step direction that's necessary in math class. And I think that's why those numbers are so low. They lost that individualized instruction, that group work during this, uh, during this you know, struggle that we've all been through. Oh. And, and like you started your podcast out with like teacher shortages and things like oh, that. It's been really challenging. And, yeah, yeah, and we have a lot of work to do. And tech self wow, wants to help. You made a you great know? point. You just made a great point yeah. because it's, it's always been hard to find math teachers. Okay, math teachers are not yes. easy to find. Okay, because right. I have to say it, a lot of people who are that good in math go into professional sciences, et cetera, et cetera. Okay, it's That's right. hard to get people right. who are that good or become an accountant or CFO or whatever the case may be. Okay, they don't yeah. become teachers necessarily, but okay, that's given you know, it's hard to find math teachers, it's always been hard. Now 
it's even harder. Okay, sure, and I will say sure. one thing yeah. very simply, okay, that, you know, considering teacher salaries, uh, I read where Missouri is re- re- returning back to a $25,000 a year. I believe I read this correctly. If I'm wrong, Missouri, wow. forgive me. Okay, a twenty-five yeah. or $30,000 a year starting salary. Well, if you're good in math, you can make 80000 a year in the, in court, in the corporate right. world. Right. You, 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 yeah, you're just going to go into another STEM occupation that will pay exactly. you a considerable amount of more money for probably less work than what a teacher yeah. is. Yeah. So with that, exactly. Thank you for saying that part, too. I mean, it's true. So my, my point of all that is knowing the situation we have. We have there are still mm-hmm. going to be warm bodies, quote, teaching in the schools, but they may not be as well-trained sure. as they always have been, okay? Sure. Sure. And they need every tool they can get because we still have to get these kids engaged in the subjects, okay? And yeah. we really yeah. – we have we, – when when a tool like Equatio comes out, okay, we have to really be aware of that. And I wrote down this question, okay, as you were talking a few minutes ago on this same subject. Yeah. Why is why is a teacher or a department head or a school district, a curriculum director, so to speak, reluctant? Why what would they be reluctant about when when they see a, a software product like 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 Equatio come out? Okay. So, why, really, really? Why are they reluctant? Well, well I, you know, Larry, you're asking some really great questions this morning, and I got to say, it's it, it's it's difficult for me to sit back. It, well, it's not difficult for me to sit back, honestly, because I was a teacher, right? I worked for 20 years in public education. I think the reluctancy from teachers in terms of making digital math is you. And you actually said this. I don't know whether you remember you saying this, but you're like. Teachers teach primarily how they learned, right? Oh, so if, yeah. a teacher, if a teacher was successful yeah. learning something a certain way, then do you think they're probably going to then return potentially into the teacher workforce and then say, well, this is how I learned it. This is how it worked for me. This is how my students are going to learn it. So they, they, I'm not sure that they really want to be told hey, this is what you must use, right? So we have to be very careful. No one at TextHelp, and hopefully no one at your school district is saying, the you kindest have to company, use this tool. TextHelp's like the kindest company in the world. They're not pushing anything down anybody's throat, okay? This is like the nicest right, company right. in the world. Yeah. Right, yeah. and, and we, we want to be a tool that's there if it's needed, but I don't think we, we don't ever advocate and say you must use this because every single lesson, Larry, is going to – some lessons are going to require paper, pencil. Some lessons are going to require show me your work, show me your understanding. Equatio would fit in that particular lesson, right? Equatio could fit, too, still in the paper, pencil approach because one of our things in Equatio is called Equatio Mobile, and you can scan, you can scan your paper – and it'll take the handwritten map right off your paper and insert it into a digital document. So there's a, there's a lot of neat things that can even help with paper pencil math. That's that's unbelievable. <laughs> wow, that, that that's just wild. And you know, there, I, I want to say this. There's another side, another side to this that I think is very important. Kids get frustrated. Okay, with right. with mathematics, I think more so than any other subject. Maybe physics is next. Okay, but every sure, kid has sure. to go through math. Okay, and and, right. and I don't know what the percentage is, but a lot of kids get get frustrated with it. 
Okay, and there's oh, a lot sure. of movement. You know this, Lewis. What I'm going to say next about social emotional learning. All right, in schools, mm-hmm. and one of the things that they always talk about are resiliency and confidence. Okay, and engagement. Mm-hmm. All these things right. make school make make. If you don't get that stuff down, the kids are not going to be able to learn. All right. Right. So if right. you're dealing with yep. a lot of people who are, and and we are, we have to understand this. A lot of people get frustrated with math. Okay, and right. it, it, it's hard. All right, and mm-hmm. it, and if if there's a tool that that lowers that makes it easier. Okay, that builds resiliency, mm-hmm. builds confidence. Okay, it builds success. I might add. Okay, all these things are an SEL thing. Okay, and really, right. this is part yeah. and part. I'll let you go on that one. Okay, be my guest, please. I, you know where I'm going. With this. Yeah, important. yeah, definitely. And I think that goes back to like the whole equitable conversation in terms yeah. of like teachers. Teachers should be building and should be providing lessons that that act as a uh, a way for students to collaborate so they can build community yeah. in the classroom. You also want to provide like that engaging, like you said, lesson to where if something's engaging and you ask your child when they come home from school, like what's the best part of your day at the dinner table, and they talk about a math lesson that they yeah. did because, A, well, it was engaging, it was innovating, it yeah. was fun. We also know that that helps students with retention, right? They're going to Absolutely. remember that lesson. They're going to remember that teacher and how that teacher made it fun. The hard part, Larry, is that you're going to math class, right? When a student's walking into math class, are they walking in with a positive mindset? Are they walking exactly. in with a, a teacher? Yeah, yeah with well, a teacher with the right frame of mind to say, hey, I know that math may not be your best subject, but I'm going to do my best as your teacher to provide you with a meaningful lesson that's engaging, that's innovating, it's going to be something that you're going to talk about at that dining room table later that night. And I think that's important, right? You, it, you know, I, I don't like Larry when I ask my nine-year-old when he comes home, what's the best part of your day? And he says, he says recess, recess and lunch. I'm like, well, what did you do in math class? Yeah. Or what did you do in yeah. science? You know, kids, kids, are going to, kids are going to remember that STEM activity or that lab lesson where they built a roller coaster, for example, and created it using math. Right. And they're not, they're not going to even think, though, Larry, that they're doing math. They're just going to remember the roller coaster piece, you know, but they're still learning. They're still, you know, they're really blossoming in that class because of the opportunities that that teacher provided. You know, and, then, you know, I, I, I'm going to give you a little tagline here. Equatio <laughs> builds success, okay? And if you're successful, sure. you're going to learn and you're going to be happier. Mm-hmm. Okay, nothing's right. better than feeling successful. Okay, and nothing's yeah. worse than – well, there are things worse, but nothing's really worse in this context than constantly being frustrated and constantly right. falling behind. All right? It's mm-hmm. not fair. It's not right. Okay? And yeah. the point of all this is that there's a tool that can help these kids. Okay? Right. Every mm-hmm. kid. I mean, it's just that simple. And I'm going to say something else. You know, we're talking about math, but math is the basis of STEM. And we're always talking about STEM, okay? Yeah. So why, why don't more kids get into STEM? Why don't more girls get into STEM? Why don't more African-American kids get into STEM? Because they're frustrated. Right. Right. If they're having right. a good time right. and they're successful, they're going to get into it. Right, okay. and they need to have that. 
yeah, that quote unquote that right teacher, right? So yeah. you know, it's 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 and no no pun intended, but they need that teacher that's going to that's going to basically say, hey, we're gonna have fun in here, but we're gonna learn. And like you said, exactly. I, I have a slide here that I use all the time, Larry, that just says it talks about building that STEM workforce. And one of the stats I have here that I'll share with you, it says here there's 26 million STEM jobs in the United States, and 20% of them are all, all U.S. jobs are STEM-based. So we really have an obligation to really build up a STEM workforce. And if you don't have the right mindset, and these mindsets can start as early as elementary school or middle school. I mean, ask around. Ask elementary students, what's your favorite subject? You might not get a lot of kids that say back, I love math class, you know, but I think a lot of it depends on that teacher, and that's why it's critical to find those math teachers, pay them well, um, so they so they so, they want to be question. there. You, you you have to have teachers that want to be there, and you have to obviously pay them an adequate salary to you know to make sure that we have the right people in place to build the STEM workforce, and present every teacher, if I may, with the right tools that builds confidence and engagement in kids. Okay, right. we have the tools are there, Equatio being this one. I mean, it's just it's amazing. Lou, you do a good job yeah. out here. I love having you on the show. This was great. Thank you. Thank you for being here. This was yeah, great. yeah, had a good time. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. And and tell the future Dr. Blanchett, she's always welcome here. Okay, will do. Will do. And I'll she share that and for she's sure. going Thanks, to Larry. Auburn. She's going to Auburn, okay? So I want you to make I, She can't get her Ph.D. unless she can answer that color question. That's right. Four yeah, schools. Yeah. And, and the funny one, the one she will miss, I guarantee you, is Auburn. I guarantee yeah. you. Yeah, that's, that, that's the one she won't think of. Yeah. Right. Yeah, right. <laughs> this is fun. Luke, thank you so much. Yeah. By the way, have a great holiday You're welcome. Okay, Anytime. Thanks, Larry. Okay, inflation or not, go yeah. buy a lot of Christmas presents, okay? That's right. Oh, I will. I'll take care of my kids for sure. <laughs> I know Santa will be good to them, and I hope he's good to you too. Yep. Okay, Lewis, thank you. Have a great, great day. All right, you're welcome. Thanks, pal. Bye-bye. Bye-bye, you too. I like having Lewis on the show. It's Lewis Shanafelt, who's the Equatio product manager, and this is a hell of a tool, okay, from Texthelp, texthelp.com, but all you got to do is Google uh, e- equatio, the word equation without the end at the end. And it, it really is something for kids like me, if I may, when I was a kid, which was a long time ago. Okay, we're going to archive the show over at ace-ed.org. I'm Larry Jacobs. This is for K-12 Education Talk Radio. Hey, thanks for listening. <laughs>